And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another Foot in the Opposition camp and today Yeovil Town are on the road again and travelling all the way to Chelmsford City. So I'm very pleased to say that we are joined uh, once again by Louis, uh, who some of you will know as Claret Extra on social media. Louis, firstly, uh, welcome back to the Blubbers cast. Hello mate, thank you for having me again, really appreciate it. No problem at all, no problem at all. The beginning of September I was looking back. Seems like a very long time ago, doesn't it, that we uh, we we last spoke uh, when you uh, came down, Chelmsford came down to um, the Hewish Park, and uh, it took a well, I think your goal was a late goal, but it took an even later one from uh, from Morgan Williams for Yeovil to uh, to get a a point there. Um, but uh, so I, I guess start off by telling us what's been what's been happening with Chelmsford City since that day back in early September. So I think obviously going into that game back in September, we haven't actually lost at all. Um, we may have lost the game before that, but, but yeah, we was on a very good run. Mm. That day, I think we did get a bit of a, a reality check. Um, I think obviously you guys hadn't started the season necessarily as well. I think you'd lost at Haven just before, but um, yeah. I think I think it's fair to say that you know the, the actual match didn't really res- reflect the result. I didn't feel like you guys dominated a proportion of you know of the game. Um our our late goal was quite a fluke. Um so yeah no that I thought maybe you know we'd had the perfect away performance and nick three points but no it was a really good finish in the end from you guys. Uh yeah it was a good day out overall. Um since then we had a bit of a drop off between around about October um, heading towards November, just like in well, in December as well. Quite a few, uh, bad, a bad cup defeat against Whitby, which could have set us up with a you know like a famous tie away at Bristol Rovers. That didn't quite happen. Um, just some you know some home draws to teams like Dover, Chippenham, Taunton. Um, so yeah, some really poor home performances. But ever since the middle of December onwards, it's just been incredible what's going on at the moment just you know out away from home I think recently we've beat Worthing we've beat Hampton and Richmond we've just beat Eastbourne and Hemel um Braintree our, our local rivals done a double over them 3-0 both ways um obviously beating Torquay as well but whilst they you know everyone seems to be beating them at the moment so it's not too much to brag let's about let's not let's not kick a man while he's down eh? come on yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but yeah, um, and as well, Bath, you know, so yeah, some really, some really, yeah. really big results we've had in there. Um, yeah, so it's been a really good season supporting us so far, especially especially on the road. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say, because we were talking before we, we hit record, that there's quite a contrast between the uh, home and away records of, uh, of Chelmsford. I mean, if you look at it from the last eight, you are, you are top of the pile over the last eight, 18.6 wins. 
two defeats, I think, in the last eight. If these stats are right, anyway. But but at home um, over the same period, you're 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 tenth. So w- what's the difference? Is it is it a style of play thing? Is it something to do with the home uh, pitch, or, or what do you put it, it down it, to? Yeah, so it's something to do with the pitch. Uh, the, the way we try and play is you know expansive football. You know, trying to you know get it direct through the middle. Like so, we're, we're way more suited to like a four G style pitch. You know, so a flat surface. Um, like you know how it was on Tuesday Hemel. Um, unfortunately, obviously where we're at an athletic state, like track as such, you know, throughout the week you've got like every athletics object, you know, discus, whatever you you know, that's just getting launched on the pitch that so, you know it makes it hard to play some nice stuff. It's um, it's much more suited if you're playing a bit of hoop ball. But yeah, I think we've struggled to find some consistency at home games. Can't just blame the pitch, you know, the the pitch is there for you know for you to work on if it's not if the way you play doesn't suit that then you need to change it uh which they definitely did do in december but you know still there still is that massive contrast when you look at away before if not necessarily results performances as well and home performances um we're still not really attracting massive home crowds despite being in third place and i think simply that's just due to how we play at home it's it's not the best on the eye but when you go away you see an absolute you know an absolute feast so yeah it's, it's really bizarre you know at the same time going into the playoffs you want to be as high as you can to get them home ties but then when you're we're playing so well away would we favor some away you know being a bit further down the playoffs it, it's you know it's, it's it's two with different ways about how looking at it but you know. yeah so, so so you're telling me we're gonna have to be dodging around like shot puts and discuses to uh pass the ball <laughs> today yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just right. how it is throughout the week. It's just crazy. It's the amount of stuff that gets chucked on there it just damages it. So, right, but, right. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, with it being like a council pitch, it's, yeah, it's it's not great, but you know, okay. only so much you can do. Yeah, and you're you're the guy who likes four G pitches. Uh, I knew there was one. I just didn't know who it was. But you're the you're the one. Well, yeah, it's more suited to how we play. It's not necessarily yeah. a personal favorite, but you know, the way we play definitely suits that. So you know, the more 4G we can play on, you know, the more likely we're going to get some points. I mean, yeah, I can't stand the things, but uh, there we go. We'll, we'll, we'll differ to um, our opinions. I mean, looking looking through your um, uh, through the team, I mean, one player that um, particularly jumped out at me was, um, and I think he's a relatively new addition for you, George Alexander, who played against us when he was on loan at Dart, he was on loan at Dartford from Bromley at the time and, and scored. Looked a very good player, I thought. Um, and uh, but you've signed him permanently, is that right? Yeah, that's right. He's, he's obviously always been at Bromley, but I think he's now obviously oh, yeah. agreed to to leave them and he's now coming on a permanent with us to the end of the season. So it's it is a massive type of boost. We, we do struggle to sign players of like that caliber now, just obviously, you know, with the budget we've got. It's not one of the fanciest in the division. We're we're not you know near the bottom, but we are you know we're not we haven't got the amounts to start chucking like four figures type thing at a player. So to attract a player like George, who's obviously got a great resume at this level, is you know showing how well the management teams do, and you know players are clearly wanting to sign for the club potentially over other suitors for a bit more money. And so, yeah, it's really good to see he's got two goals in four games. It's you know a goal every other um, so far. He's looked a threat, so you know you can tell why Robbie wanted to get him in. So, yeah, he's, he's looked very sharp so far. Yeah, and uh, to, uh, I mean, I'm just looking at things like top goal scorers, but uh, Charlie Ruff, is that right? Is he top scorer still? Or? So he, in terms of league goals, yeah, he's got 12 goals. in the season. Um, he's only, a, you know, he's a centre attacking midfielder. Um, right. You know, really 
in terms of watching a player at this level, it, it, he's the most favourite player I've, we, he've, we've had at Chelmsford in years. He's just, you know, very direct, very skillful, good with his feet, um, you know, and has got end product as well. He's not only got 12 goals, but he's also got nine assists in the league. Uh, it's not, obviously not including cup competition. So, you know, as, yeah. a, you know, as a central attacking midfielder, 20 plus goals and assists. So, you yeah. know, in February, that, you know, take your team like Chelmsford shouldn't really have a player like that. So just, you know, incredibly grateful. Him. Yeah, there, yeah. Uh, and I mean, uh, any anybody else? Any other sort of standout players that there's been this season? Yeah, uh, we've got Luke Jenkins at the back. He was released from Wimbledon in the summer. You know, he picked him up. He had some loan spells in the League Four. It seems like Weymouth, Hampton. Um, he, you know, he's been massive. I think it's been a real breakthrough year for himself. He's, you know, it's his first full competitive season. You know, in seeing, you know, getting a full senior year. And he's just growing every time he plays. Uh, he is actually injured for tomorrow's match, but, you know, he is a massive boost for us. He, he's not the tallest of defenders, but he makes up for it with how, you know, high chubs and stuff. You know, can't, can't really speak too much. Uh, can't speak much higher of him, to be honest. Yeah. And obviously, everybody's favourite named player, Jazzy Barnum Bob, as well. He's, is, he, uh, is, he, is he a regular player? Well, I mean... Yeah, he's he, you know he's a good squad player. He doesn't start every game. Uh, he's filled in the last. He's got couple a brilliant games. name. I, I, yeah, I, can't, yeah, you know. I can't say much more than that, really. Yeah, he's he's been consistent enough. Um, I don't think he, where we've obviously got such a very good side this year, I don't think he can do enough at the moment to start when everyone's fit. Um, but he, no, he's definitely a good option to have. Um, he's been with us for quite a few years now. Obviously, he's had right. uh, breaks in between other clubs like Wrexham and. All that sort of stuff, that's right, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, he's a really good. Uh, it seems like a he's vice captain now as well, so obviously good to have around the dressing room. And yeah, definitely a good squad option for us. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, uh, um, so just uh, I mean, looking at the league table, you've 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 touched upon it already in terms of where you might look to to finish in that um uh, in in the table. I mean, what is the what is the aim? I mean, do is is there still uh a hope of um of, of overturning us at the at, at the top? Nah, no chance. Um, so I mean, I think well, it, as a supporter, Mathematics says there's still a chance, surely. Yeah, of course they do, but we, you, know, you have to be realistic. Um, uh, you know, especially with the run you guys are on, and you know the fans you've got, it's, you know, you've got too much going for you to drop it. I, you know, I think that was pretty evident when it, you know since Torquay fell off in a, you know around about Christmas time that. That league was yours and yours only, to be honest. I uh, can't see anyone getting even near you. But, you know, if, you know, credit to yourselves doing really well. Um, it's nice to see you having, obviously, a good year and being top of the league, obviously, with the years you've gone through. So, hopefully, I'll see, you know, potentially even back-to-back -back for you lot. Well, yeah. fingers crossed. It. Yeah, it's nice to see. Um, yeah, you, you deserve title winners. I've, you know, I've, I've watched quite uh, a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm one of those those uh, those uh, paranoid fans who, until the you know mathematics adds up, I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm 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 not having any title title winning conversations. I can't. I, my my brain just won't compute it. I don't think. But yeah. uh, I mean, so so what what would be um, a good? I mean, because looking at Chelmsford over recent years, you've always been there or thereabouts, haven't you? Uh, always been in the sort of playoff play of mix or, or not far out of it. Yeah, so we've, we've been in the league since around about 2006, 2007. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe in that time we've had, a, I think, I might, it might be more than this, but we've had at least nine playoff attempts, obviously right. all unsuccessful. Uh, so we've been in the same league now for you know nearly 20 years. 
we've had most, yeah, like I said, most of our seasons have been up there. Um, there's been obviously been a couple of mid-table seasons and when Robbie actually first came into the job, we actually near, you know, we came third bottom um, near relegation. So, you know, it's definitely, we've definitely had our mixed seasons. Um, obviously, I think with the support, it has dropped over the years, even though we are still doing well. Um, I think that probably comes down to, you know, if you when you're in the same league for 20 years, you know, our teams, you know, our fans are getting bored of the same stuff, you know, coming to Melbourne Stadium and Athletics track, you know, watching Chelsea play like the likes of Eastbourne and Hamill at home. Perhaps, you know, there's only so many times, that, you know, as a fan base that you can watch that without, um, you know, switching off eventually. But, you know, it all depends on you know, how committed you are as a fan. But so, so no. I mean, look, 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 looking at that, um, the, the the top seven there. I mean, would you fancy your your chances against as as it stands now? It's uh, Worthing, yourselves, Bath, I St. Albans, Maidstone, Braintree. I think away from home, you know, we've beaten all of them apart from yeah. we haven't played Maidstone there yet. So no. if we had any of them away from home, apart from yourselves, that yeah, absolutely, you know, back us to win it. But we're, when it's at home, it's a bit more fifty fifty. Um, I think in, in terms of the best teams in the league from what I've seen, obviously apart from yourselves, Worthing, they're up there. Uh, although they weren't at, on, at their best when we went there. Um, Hampton, although I'm not sure if they're in the playoffs at the moment, but they definitely will be come the end of the season. They'll be a good side. And uh, Maidstone, obviously with their cup, I think obviously they'll have their cup match for Coventry soon. They'll, I think that'll obviously affect them slightly in terms of league, you know, maybe like, fatigue, you know, amount of games, but towards the end, I'm, I'm just going to expect them to then build up again and go on a quite a big consecutive run. So, it, it's, it, there's no clear favourite in the playoffs, which is very good. Um, you know, depends if Torquay now bounce back, now Johnson's gone, now, you know, that's un, untold, but I think if they if they were second Torquay or third, and they had their, all their games at home with the crowd they've got, I think that'd be a, a banker for them to go up, but yeah. if they don't make it, it really is only one's mad game. Uh, if I was if if I was to put money on it, I'd probably go for Mainstone. Mainstone, right? Okay, yeah, to go back on. Okay, well, uh, I mean, just finally, obviously, uh, the Melbourne Stadium you said is the um, uh, the name of the ground. It's uh, probably not somewhere that any Oval fans have been to before. What what can we expect apart from a running track around the outside? Well, um, in in terms of the actual facilities in the stadium, it, you know, it's got your clubhouse. You know, with you know, I have like the live sport on. Got a very nice burger, man. Does get complimented for quite a bit, to be fair. So you'll definitely not be let down, apart from maybe price-wise. Um, in terms of what you get, you've got some nice little steak, burgers, chips, hot dogs, okay. you know, all, all, your, all your standard stuff. But yeah, it has been known. They've also got a little cake stall somewhere, but perhaps you know, with obviously the you know the likelihood of yourselves coming down, perhaps they've got a bit more on. Perhaps they've opened like a little outside bar. When, you know, we're not too sure. Um, but we, I think we are expecting a fairly big crowd um, to our normal 600 or so. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, you know, I'm fully expecting a, a very... A t I am expecting a tight game, but I am expecting you to come out victorious. Um, you know, but I think with our run that we've been on, I'll, I'll hold no shame in that. I think, you know, um, yeah, yeah be, as long as we give it a good go, I'll, I'll be happy no, no matter what. Good stuff. Brilliant. Well, Louis, the mind games are in full swing here now. You, you go for Alex Ferguson on me here. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there and just say, um, yeah, thank you very much again for joining us. And obviously, um, after after uh, today's yeah. game, uh, when this comes out, uh, best of luck for the rest of the season. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. 
Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Go! 